When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michelle Bishop. So, so the setup around the story is the Australian equestrian star Shane Rose's chances of attending a fourth Olympic Games have been thrown into doubt after the three-time medalist was stood down by Equestrian Australia for wearing a mankini costume during a fancy dress class at an event last weekend in the Southern Highlands. He came out wearing the Borat mankini on horseback and they're saying there were children in the crowd. Now, I'm saying children wouldn't be offended by it at all. In fact, they would laugh. They're not the ones outraged. Michelle Bishop, Mankinis, in, out, good form, offensive. What's your thoughts? Where do you where do you sit or stand on this one? Guys, not only should Shane Rose compete in Paris, he should compete with a fluoro green and gold Mankini. What a bunch of stiffs get a life. It was a fancy dress event in the Southern Highlands. Um, look, we even had Vicky Roycroft, so a three-time Olympi- Olympian, saying, if anything, she thought the pictures were funny and the sport needs a bit of humour. Well, that's so yeah, now an important thing, Michelle. It, it was the Southern Highlands, um, you know, the, sort of the types that get <laughs> well, down there. Well, this is true. Yeah, uh, Andrew? And it, well, it wasn't well, too no, cold well, either. It's, it's not a mankini-wearing area. So maybe it's just a, it's yeah, are you saying it's the outrage of the Mancuni yeah, Highlands yeah, yeah. is the problem. Look, but no guys, one's hopping on a ride on Moa wearing a Mankini, put it that way. Can no I Highlands say to you man. though, guys, this could have just been what he they wouldn't stipulate, a question in Australia wouldn't stipulate, it could have just been one single complaint that forced him to be stood down. I think it was. And I they're gonna review it and you know, it was. One complaint. Yeah. What a joke. Is uh, um, is, is Darren Gosher, the former touch judge, um, the boss of Equestrian Australia, yeah, busy the sidelines of the in the NRL. Yeah, could be, could be. Great story, great story. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Michelle, what else? Well, uh, let's talk about uh, Dom Young. Obviously, new Roosters recruit coming from Newcastle. Big things expected for him. Uh, he will not be on a plane going to Las Vegas. Uh, in fact, he could be in hospital having surgery, um, obviously the victim of a crusher tackle uh, in his side's trial at the weekend uh, against Manly. So it was Manly forward uh, Toff Sipley. Uh, he's actually been charged with a grade two crusher tackle. He faces a three-week ban. But guys, he was originally taken to hospital and well done to the Roosters just for precautionary reasons there at Gosford Hospital on the Central Coast. Uh, he came home uh, across the weekend and started to feel a little bit of pain. So back off to the hospital again yesterday afternoon and scans have actually revealed that he has ligament damage to the neck. So a bit of a wait and see um, in terms of whether he will, in fact, have surgery or not. But uh, unintentional uh, from what we see, but uh, obviously the game's trying to stamp out those types of tackles. 
so simply facing that three-week ban, but really unfortunate start for Dom Young there at the Roosters. Mm. I, I think it all stems back to the problem with, you know, what, what we do, the, the, the wrestling, um, and that's how they get a player in that sort of position. Uh, but they are trying to get him to ground. It, it's, you know, and sometimes it can happen very quickly. You, it's, you're in a dangerous situation and, and that happens. Uh, Michelle, your top three takeouts from NRL trials. Oh gosh! On the weekend, well, where do we start? I, I, I have to agree with you with the with the Bulldogs. There's been so much hype in and around them. Actually, a lot of pressure um, uh, on Cameron Serraldo, and of course, stuff builds in the paper every second day on what's going on there. Um, but yeah, I think there's some exciting. Not I'm not going to exactly win a premiership this year or in the next two years or so, but some potential there. Um, Manly, Manly's excited me, guys. Um, I thought they played some entertaining football. Uh, that that try in particular. Jackson Paulo, the way that all started, the lead up to that yeah, was fantastic. And again, yeah. there, uh, and and against the Roosters, I mean, they had a, a fair few uh, big names uh, in the Roosters pack. And my third one would have to be probably a little bit biased, just massive Jack Cogger fan, um, the quiet achiever, a bit like his dad. Still watch his dad on VHS uh, from from the old footy days, but. Um, he was fantastic yesterday. Came in, came on. Um, well, it was about twenty minute mark, forty uh, twenty straight up. And and I still have to say, my I'd, I'd be O'Brien's got a, a, a headache there in terms of selection, which is a good one. Uh, but Hastings killed it as well. So I'd um, I'd be looking at those two to to kick off the season. Can I have a plus? Can I have a plus? Can I have a plus one on my take? Take three takeouts as well. Roger Tuivasa, yeah, Schick return to rugby league was great to see, and some strong defence and yeah. and looks so fit and strong. Looks even more powerful now uh, than he was. It looks like he's he's had a pretty easy time the last few. Can I be honest? I'm not being sarcastic here. I think he's had a pretty easy couple of years. I don't think he's caught many hits, and I think he comes back mm. fresh and ready to go. Uh, someone did it. Someone did a report and and just. Uh, tallied up the metres from his last eight games he played in rugby and they were the same as what he ran yesterday. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, Are you sure about the bona fides yeah, of that? You're, you're, no, I'm serious. There, yeah, was, okay. there was a little tally. Yes. In, yeah. in, in Someone told me about it and said, Roger, NRL, 115 metres uh, yep. in a game. Yep. And in his For last... the whole season, 114 or something, was it? The NRL welfare hotline, Michelle, what is this? Yeah, a bit of a breakthrough in this. Um, I, I think it's exciting. The NRL and, more importantly, the RLPA, the Rugby League Players Association, they're all for it. They're working on a confidential welfare hotline. It's to support, uh, support and protect the health of players across all 17 clubs. So this will allow players, coaches and officials to effectively become whistleblowers, have the confidence to privately expose anything that they think, yeah, no, nah, that's not right, uh, you know, makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, those sort of things would have previously been been ignored and also you know it's going to get rid of that old school mentality where yeah she'll be right it's all right nothing to see here and, and encourage uh, those involved in the game to speak up um, and I, I think the example's been used I hate flogging it but we always do but it was quite a serious time in our game that's the peptide scandal with the Sharks in 2011 after the event there was you know people that said they weren't feeling comfortable perhaps the call to the hotline uh, could have prevented it being as um, 
as severe as what it was. Uh, no retribution is the other big thing because it'll all be kept confidential. Those calls will be made. They'll go to an independent panel um, and, and be investigated. And this is across the NRL and the NRLW. I think it should go all the way through from grassroots. I know you're probably, probably there forever investigating things, but certainly uh, things wouldn't fly under the radar. Um, in fact, I'd love it to be across all codes, guys, and that way you know, there'd be no bias. It'd be fully independent, but it's a step in the right direction. Well, back mm. to Mankini's. Uh, Matt's come in on the text, he said, and, and maybe knows a bit about it. So d- does the rider actually leave the saddle when they go over the jump? Because he's saying that when the jumping the fences on the horse, Mankini <laughs> doesn't actually hold the balls in. <laughs> the I balls come out do. the side and go back in. No, Mankini, so as you go over the jump, it. you picture it, the yep. rider's comes behind the saddle. comes off the saddle. Yep. The junk falls out either side and then is reclaimed on the <laughs> that way. That could be an down. excuse for a complaint, couldn't it? <laughs> so the people oh. from behind were complaining. They had right to complain <laughs> about the Mankini. Michelle, any thoughts on that image? Oh, oh, that's New Region. No, it's area I'm not game enough to go near. But what I will talk to you about and where I will go this morning is Will Pukowski. Um, oh, did you notice right. I just moved that right along? Yes. Well, no, Actually, no, before you do, Mankini, yeah, okay. <laughs> if you're after a Mankini, guys, I did look it up. They retail at thirteen ninety five, but really We're expensive. For the rest of right. orange ones are around twenty seven ninety five. They're out of stock at the moment on eBay. Well, anyway, well, let's... let's move right on to Will Pukowski. The Victorian, yes. uh, his journey's obviously been well documented. A horrific run with what we all thought were concussions. Sidelined from the game at least 10 times. Back and forth with medical experts. Yesterday at the SCG dug deep. 131 runs against New South Wales. It's his first Sheffield Shield century in three years. 101 off 258 balls. Um, only five boundaries, so he was uh, forced to work hard for it. Seventh first-class century. But let's get to the point of why I want to bring this up this morning. For so long, he's... Uh, believed that this was all to do with concussion. In the lead-up to this, uh, he's realised the issues are related to mental health rather than concussion. Now, what he's revealed is he suffered a concussion as a schoolboy playing Aussie Rules, and it was a particularly nasty one. Um, And there's been a bit of light bulb moment for him. He's been working for the past 12 months with a concussion specialist, and he's described it as unlocking the demons he struggled with uh, once and for all. Guys, he's been having things like um, sinus issues, um, you know, headaches, that sort of stuff, um, mm. dizziness, suffering those sort of symptoms for a very long time, and he just accepts them as, as part of life. Um, but as I said, working with his concussion specialist, these symptoms have completely disappeared. He's uh, dubbed it a monumental breakthrough um, and wants to tell his story to everyone. So there's so much in this concussion space that we just don't know. It's so complex, but, um, you know, obviously... He's him admitting that he's been having these mental health issues from a concussion from a young age, working on it, working with a specialist, and now he seems to be producing the goods on the field and enjoying life uh, on a daily basis. Yeah, good to see. Uh, 10 out of 10 this morning, Michelle. Fantastic sports update. Lots of topics covered. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Go away Thanks, happy. guys. Go away happy.